Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from ACA's Strengthening My Recovery, Fellow Travelers. Each ACA member is equal to the next and has an equal voice regardless of job status or career track. We are all adult children who relate to one another at the level of empathy instead of the level of employment or lack of employment. In the rooms of recovery, we may sit next to a doctor, a priest, a janitor, a housewife, or just about any profession we can think of. But who are we really sitting next to? We are sitting next to another adult child with all of the fears, insecurities, and trauma that can entail. In a society where our worth appears to be measured in material things or the position we hold, there are few other places beside a 12-step meeting where we are all on equal footing, where no one of us makes decisions for the others. In ACA, we are spiritual beings going through a human experience. We are reaching out to each other for the love and understanding that was not given to us in our family of origin. We celebrate each other's victories and support each other in our times of sorrow. Success in ACA is not measured with money or social status, but with inner peace and serenity. We share our experience, strength, and hope with each other as we laugh together, cry together, and know that we are home. On this day, I know that in this world, I am not alone as long as I have my fellow travelers. Ooh, this one hits home. Um, just briefly, I think the one thing that sticks out is Breen Brown always says the way to beat shame is to talk about it. I don't know too many areas in the world that you can actually talk about it than other 12-step rooms, you know, including therapy. You know, the, you know, I'm sure that, you know, there's just like any other field, there's a lot of good or bad therapists, but there's also ones that don't understand the adult child angle and just will say, well, just get over it or you shouldn't feel that way. And it's like, yeah, but I do. And, um, you know, it's really a gift. One of the biggest gifts um, that's, as they say, so generously been given to us to have a place to be able to talk about this. Moving on, the next reading is Melody Beatty, Healthy Limits. Boundaries are vital to recovery. Having and setting healthy limits is connected to all phases of recovery. Growing in self-esteem, dealing with feelings, and learning to really love and value ourselves. Boundaries emerge from deep within. They're connected to letting go of guilt and shame and to changing our beliefs about what we deserve. As our thinking about this becomes dearer, so will our boundaries. Boundaries are also connected to a higher timing than our own. We'll set a limit when we're ready and not a moment before. So will others. There's something magical about reaching that point of becoming ready to set a limit. We know we mean what we say. Others take us seriously, too. Things change, not because we're controlling others, but because we've changed. Today, I will trust that I will learn, grow, and set the limits I need in my life at my own pace. This timing need only be right for me. Reminds me of a conversation I had um, you know, I'm saying, I don't care about being right anymore. I care about being happy. And, um, you know, a dear, dear friend of mine said, well, there's a right. That right is for you, not for other people, 
it's not a uh, composite or an average or uh, you know a guessing what's normal. It's just what's right for you. Our final reading is also from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, Nurturing Self-Care. There isn't a guidebook for setting boundaries. Each of us has our own guide inside ourselves. If we continue to work at recovery, our boundaries will develop. They will get healthy and sensitive. Ourselves will tell us what we need to know and we'll love ourselves enough to listen. Beyond codependency, what do we need to take care of ourselves? Listen to that voice inside. What makes you angry? What have you had enough of? What don't you trust? What doesn't feel right? What can't you stand? What makes you uncomfortable? What do you want? Need? What don't you want and need? What do you like? What would feel good? In recovery, we learn that self-care leads us on the path to God's will and plan for our life. Self-care never leads away from our highest good. It leads toward it. Learn to nurture that voice inside. We can trust ourselves. We can take care of ourselves. We are wiser than we think. Our guide is within, ever-present. Listen to, trust, and nurture that guide. Today, I will affirm that I am a gift to the universe and myself. I will remember that nurturing self-care delivers that gift in its highest form. And that concludes today's readings. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that is where God is, to feel my feelings and to love myself.